But we pick up right off where you guys just left the leatherworking shop. As the guards entered, you guys step back out into Salt Haven and smell the beautiful, salty, fresh salt air from the ocean. You're into it. There are places all around. You're still standing in the centralish area of this wonderful marketplace. You guys have some time to kill. As you can see, the sun, maybe about an hour or so, before the sun sets over the horizon. You have some items you still need to go back and pick up. But until then, and before you find a place to maybe rest for the night or anything like that, before you go on your next grand adventure, what and where would you guys like to go? Go to the bathroom. And then you just see him kind of like pause for a minute. And he's like, okay, Shmi's good. <laughs> You're starting to smell. I don't want to slow you down, Captain. You know, Shmi takes time to go to the bathroom. That's more time Shmi could be serving, Captain. <laughs> you, know, you smell you, like success. You, you actually make me want to vomit. Ah, oh, Captain, Shmi's never felt so good about himself. Thank you, Captain. Shmi just kind of like walks away looking so proud. <laughs> Uh, I would like to find the red-skinned woman to discuss the potential armor sale. All right. Earlier this day, you remember seeing her, the building that was directly across from the Empty Net Tavern where you originally started. Would you like to walk all the way back across town to get there? Yes, but would there be, there be any points of interest between where we are now and where she is? So, as you guys walk across town, I will describe some points of interest just for you. You guys walk past a popular, what seems to be a popular inn. There are people outside kind of enjoying themselves. There's a sign that says, The Snapping Line Inn. And this place looks like it was built from the planks and hulls of half a dozen decommissioned ships. Its decoration is predictably nautical in theme and uh it seems that it might be a good place for traveling fishermen to sleep and then once again you guys walk past the weekly market but at this time you can tell that a lot of the stables and stalls and whatnot are kind of wrapping up what they were doing it's a lot of like random uh kind of shipping accessories and fishing accessories like ropes nets crates barrels you see, notice me as he walks by a few of these places, kind of just like hides his face from the. Uh, Let's keep moving. Me. Tell me the truth. I be your captain after all. Uh, captain, it's me. Shmi has no friends, Captain. Aye. Do you not think of us as friends? You see him kind of like a little light, kind of light up in his eyes. He looks at he goes, Captain? You're friends with Shmi? Aye, Shmi. You see Shmi just, like, burst with glee as he runs into the nearby shop, and he goes, Eat it! Don't you, Shmi, has friends? Don't you people like Shmi? And he just kind of leaves, and then you see him run to the next one and just, like, break in and say the same thing. 
<laughs> okay. Well, the next one you break into, um, all you guys, uh, you three, you've never seen this place before, but he runs right in. There's a sign out front that says Carpenter's Guild Hall. And whenever he swings the door open and says, eat it, uh, you can see there's a table. It's a small table, though, which seems kind of odd. But then you see that what looks to be a snobby gnome holding a very large hammer behind the table is Smee busting the door and yells. And then the gnome yells back, and she's like, God damn it, Shmee, if you don't get the, you fucking stink, get out of the Carpenter's Guild Hall. Come in here one more time, and you're going to get a hammer to the face, Shmee, okay? Me knows he stinks, but Shmee has friends, and he just kind of like turns around, he's like, yes, he kind of just runs out all happy. So this building that Shmee just ran in and ran out of, uh, you guys can see, um, that this whole building is actually kind of like a marvel of worksmanship, and it's much nicer than anything else in this area. You can see that it was made without even a single nail, but all of the wood on it is is very, very nice. Like, it's not all rotted and kind of falling apart from the sea spray like all the other buildings are. The gnome on the inside goes right back to work, um, but leaves the door open as she continues hammering away. So Carwin is extremely, like, just oogling this because, you know, she's a shipwright and does lots of carpenter work. And then, of course, Melvin always had some sort of something going on. And, like, that kind of architecture on that is just fascinating. So she's just, even if she's following people, her head is, like, on a swivel just staring at this gorgeousness of a building. The gnome kind of walks out and takes a look at you and sees that you're also kind of made of wood. And uh, she walks all the way out to you and she goes, Oh, well, hey, uh, my name is Jilliar Kankelstein. Um, I'm the, you know, the leader here, the Carpenter's Guild Hall. What, um, what kind of wood are you made out of there, uh, friend? Today, I'm... There was, was a special wood I was made out of, but today it's, you know, weathered pine that he could find to make me. He did have wonderful wood that I was made of, but today it's just some weathered pine. It helps me be buoyant. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's a rare sight when I see some good word working, so I had to come out and say hello to you. I don't know why you're traveling with Shmi. But I'm sure, of course, he probably has told you that uh, I will pay very handsomely for any kind of uh, rare wood. I am, I am obsessed with rare woods. I, I, as a gnome, I it can just, I can really gawk over some good wood, you know. I could go on a huge list of all the wood I've handled. Oh, I see that you're a fan of some good wood yourself. I I love to have wood in both me hands. <sighs> me too. I love to work with wood. I like to sand it down real good, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down till it's nice and smooth. And, you know, I... and then I like to use that wood to, you know, pleasure people with the sight of good wood. <laughs> A gnome speaking after me own heart. Yeah. I will keep uh, keep an eye out for some good wood for you. Well, good. If you uh, ever find yourself in the... Uh, 
the Hool Marshes or even the, the Drowned Forest and the Dreadwood, you, you let me know. I, uh, there's a couple of things I am looking for, and if you can find anything great, you, you let me know. Um, uh, well, you, well, you know what here? One second. And she runs inside, and she comes back out with this list, and she's, like, flipping through the paper. And then she stops on a page, and she's like, I would, I would love, and I would pay handsomely for a shard of uh, treant's bark. All right, I. Uh, it, but 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 it, but it it has to be given to you freely. It it can't be taken. Uh, I, I know that sounds weird, but but uh, it has to be it has to be given. And also, hey, you know, a wooden stake that was used to impale a vampire, I would pay greatly for that. Or even some splinters from a tree that was struck by lightning. Oh my gosh! Like I'm, I just. I really like some good wood, and I especially like rare wood, you know, wood that no one else has touched before, you know, like some virgin wood. Halp taps uh, Carwin on the shoulder and says, How thinks they talk about claspers? About what? So, Clasper is a shark penis. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, for those of you viewers out there who didn't know, Clasper uh, is a shark penis, apparently. That's I didn't know one. that. Yeah, feel free. Remember, we're not just a podcast. We are educational. Yes, we'll teach you all about the penises. The more you know. Yes. That's exactly right. I, too, am sometimes confused by the way people speak, but I... Miss Jilliard, is it? Uh, my name is Jillier Kinkelstein. Jilliard. I apologize. I said it in, incorrectly. I am, too, on a search for a special piece of wood that was originally part of my body that was completely carved and placed there lovingly by my creator but i can't find it Hmm. um have you come across some ornately carved wood lately Hmm. what uh what kind of wood was it i i have wood coming and going in me and around me around my shop all the time so what kind of wood was it i might remember some fancy wood that came in inside the shop Oh, Shmi sees what you're all doing. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Wenge. Wenge. Hmm. I have heard tales of a humanoid shorped, shaped Wenge. And uh, I, I, I have heard tales. And, and I don't know a lot, and I, it definitely has not come through here, but... I might have a lead on it. I uh, tell you what, uh, if you're around here long enough, just stop on back by, and, and if I know anything about it, I'll uh, I'll let you I'll let you know. Do you have any more descriptors or anything like that? If and I might be able to help you out, especially you know a fine lady who loves wood and is made of wood, uh, just like me. You know, gotta help each other out. Indeed, the. Well, Wenge sticks out amongst all wood because of its dark, deep, dark color. So 
seeing that type of wood in general is extremely rare. However, this was covered with, it, it was mostly my, the torso piece that would have shown right here. And she points to her, um, like the open spot where you see the wood on her abdomen. Um, here, it would have been completely ornately carved with swirls and to match my tattoos. And I mean, she calls them tattoos because that's what everybody else understands them to be. Um, but they're, they're like scroll marks and they would have all matched. So, okay. Well, I'll keep an eye out. I, uh, and you guys let me know if you find any kind of rare wood, okay? And you bring it back here, and, and I'll keep an eye out for, for this wood for you, uh, my lady. Uh, they called you Carwin? Of course. I'll keep an yes. eye out for you. And again, if you find Thank a, you, so much. you know, a stake that was used to kill a vampire or even a branch of a tree that was used to hang some kind of murderer or, you know, uh, tendrils that were harvested from a shambling mound, you know, that would be cool. Or even... Some planks of like a deck from a stolen pirate ship that would also be really cool. Just any you know, any kind of rare wood. And um, besides that, if you ever need repairs in your ships, of course, that's how I normally make my money. So if you need repairs, come around here. So I am far away from my creator. Would you be able to help me? Should I have issues with my wood? Of course, I can help anybody with their wood, you know. I'm real good at helping people out with their wood, you know? Sometimes I get stuck doing laundry and I can't move and then someone comes around and they need help with their wood and I just help them out. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you're so good at helping people with their wood, uh, do you have any deck stain? Oh, I got all kinds of deck stain. If you need some good deck stain. Hi. Yeah. Hi. We'll keep you in mind, and trust me, I think I'll be going out of my way to find me a hangman's branch. Shmee, how strong is your neck? Captain Shmee, you know, he <laughs> didn't want to brag, and you just see him kind of like flexing and just really try to impress you with his neck muscles. Try. <laughs> You'll do fine, lad. Okay, Captain. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Kankelstein. I will make sure I write it in my book that you were looking for wood with a story. Yes, wood with a story. That's the best way to call it. Okay. You guys, uh, uh, be good and yar to ye. All right? Let the sun and always be at your back and the wind always be in your sails. And good luck with your penises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it, me. <laughs> like a hammer comes flying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when I was reading this bit, I didn't even think about the wood joke, and it just kind of came out, and then it's just beautiful. And I, I also and then... didn't think about it being a part of your main story there, Carwin. So that's wonderful. I uh, that's very cool. Yeah. And dang it, that's not how I meant for my character to be. That my creator's wood was. <laughs> Team, oh, come on. <laughs> Definitely not a G-rated character anymore. <laughs> That's it. Um, then you guys walk back over the bridge. 
right, back over to the Empty Net Tavern to refine this lady with the red skin before you figure out what you're going to do for the night. And again, you can see the single large bridge. It spans over the river, and it does have shops and homes along its length, most of them kind of wrapping up for the night at this point. And it does, this bridge, you can tell, once again, it looks like it predates this village. I mean, it's freaking old. And even as you walk over it, you kind of look over the sides, and you can see that eh, maybe it's not the sturdiest. But eventually, you make it to the other side, and you make it past the empty net tavern. Eventually, you make it to this place. And there's a sign that says, The Faithful Quartermasters of Luz, outside. It looks to be some kind of trade delegation, again. And you can see that there are there are people coming and going, like kind of wrapping up for the night. They have like large, large crates of fish. And they are like taking them all the way down to the docks, down by the empty net, and kind of putting them in this ship, and then coming back up. And you can't see the red-skinned lady standing on the front porch anymore like she was before but you do figure maybe she's on the inside or in the area or something the door is wide open and there are people coming and going like around the back with these large crates you guys stand a front and across the street from you is the empty net and you could hear like perry in there kind of like still sweeping and preparing things for the night as the sun is setting so what do you guys do? I just want to head into the building with the open door to see if she's in there. Does everyone follow? Yeah, Shmi would follow the captain. Sweet. I I don't see any reason why Alp wouldn't follow. Yeah. <laughs> As you swing wide and you get inside of this building, you can see this woman. She's wearing an almost a full leather, made of like black leather and kind of like a greenish brownish looking leather. Full outfit. She has golden rings, like she has a golden ring around her arm and around her fingers. Her skin is fully red, her eyes completely yellow, and her hair is very silky and smooth, but it's black. Black hair runs all the way down past her chest. And then she's sitting in this chair, kind of like leaning back. Two legs are up in the air of the chair. She's got her feet up on the table in front of her, and she's kind of rocking back and forth, counting gold pieces. And as you guys walk a little bit closer, you see her tail kind of like swing out from behind her, behind the chair, like as if she was almost going to fall in the chair, but then her tail kind of rebalanced her and put her back on track. And you can see that even her tail has like three little golden rings that go up her tail to the front. And as you guys kind of walk inside and walk closer, she goes, Ah, yes. More, 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 more. What can I do you for? Perchance you might be interested in a set of water-breathing scale mail. The uh, leather worker uh, pointed us to your direction. Mm, good, 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 good. I like that lady. She's very, very nice. Not very smart, though. She follows the guards with a blind eye. Not, not. I, I had a feeling about that. Well, I guess pleasantries are in order before we do business. My name is Captain Zindros. I am here of the faithful quartermasters of Luz. I come and I sell and I do my bidding. It's not very often that I get to buy and trade and sell and magical whatnots. But I do, I do, I do. So, what are your names? How do I know I can trust you? Before I just go off buying something. I'm Shmi, you know Shmi. Hey, it's Shmi. Hmm. Yeah, I... Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sh 
me. What have you done to this one? I, I don't think anything, Captain. I... Oh, yeah, he hasn't done nothing, but I've seen him. You want me to wrap them, Captain? Shmi can wrap them. Just, 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 just hold on, hold on. I'm being pretty good at it. I, 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 I know, Shmi, I know, Shmi. But, uh, we're whispering right in front of her, and it's, uh, she's looking at us with a bit of suspicion now. I, you know, Shmi's hearing, talking loud enough so everyone can hear us, Captain, to be rude not to. I know, but, uh, shh. Oh. We'll talk about this later. Okay, yeah. Aye, anyway, lass, I be coxswain of the sea. Crew, assert yourself. You have a crew, so then you have a ship. Is it a nice ship? It. It floats. Ah, that is <laughs> the only descripting factor of a boat, I guess. Aye. Uh, Aye. Okay, well, here's the deal, Coxon and your faithful crew. As she, like, holds up her fingers and does, like, quotation marks. And the, like, three gold coins she was kind of, like, spinning around in her hand almost, like, disappear. She holds her hands up and does the quotations. As if she, like somehow put them away without you even realizing. And she says, here's the deal. I do buy magical items and I do sell magical items. But if you want to buy from me, there's a deal we have to work out. So if you're interested, we can do that. But if you're only here to sell, then I will buy and I will go on my way. But there's no telling if you'll ever see me again. Because I come and I go as I please. Unless, of course, I have deals. What is it that you want us to do for you? So, if you would like to buy from me, I search and I buy, and I search and I buy, and I bring things back here to Salthaven. And if you want to buy from me, then you must pay me a 50 gold piece retainer to engage in my services as a magical item broker each week. Okay, hand it over. Per week? Is that, wait, I'm just, this is Melody, or Odie. I'm just making sure that's what you said, yeah. right? Yep. Per week. Yep. Yep. So you could you could pay the 50, right? You can come back in a couple of days and see what items she has, and you can buy them. That's, and if you choose, that's kind of what I would... you can pay the retainer again, so on and so forth. <laughs> Odie said, per week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are fucking like level twos, right? You're broke as shit. So, but once you get up there, 50 gold really won't be nothing. You know what I mean? The way that this works, I'm going to let you guys know, even here in this book here, um, what happens is once you guys come back to her, I go to a magical item table that is already in the D&D book, and I roll five times, and then those will be the items they're like random. Those will be the items she has for sale. That's what it says to do here in this book. But I also might pull out some cards from our, you know, drunk of magical deck of card items, right? Um, or even throw in some homebrew things here and there um, if you guys continue to keep up the retainer. So that's kind of how that works. Okay. Yeah. That's a little bit more palatable. Hi, uh, Odie. Do you, do you not trust your captain? I didn't say that in character voice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, he just said that out loud. Hi, Odie. Yeah, Zindros kind of pipes up. She's like, who the fuck is Odie? Is this man crazy? 
<laughs> Never you mind, Derla. Hey, Shmi. Yeah? Do you trust Somebody this man? Somebody say Shmi's name? Uh, well, I mean, he's tall. <sighs> okay. He is tall. Shmi How really, you know. does not know who he talking to? <laughs> As his right-hand man. You've just been dealing with this for years. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you've paid my 50 gold retainer return to me in a few days when you see me here come through and i will show you what i have to sell additionally if you want a specific item i can fulfill requests but that takes me 1d4 weeks of work and her asking price is based on the item's rarity as given in a table below here in the book and these items can come from table F or table G of the magical item section in the dungeon master's guide if you're interested so if you want me to fulfill a request you let me know now let's barter over this uh, set of mail we originally came here to discuss okay she takes the 50 gold from you and it almost like disappears in a poof of like a red flame. And then she pulls out this little eyeglass and looks down at the armor and she goes, hmm, yes, 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 yes. I sold this to a man recently. A man afraid of drowning. Well, to me, a man. He did have wood, after all. You know what they say. But he was a hobgoblin. And I wonder what happened to him. Anyways, it seems that you've gotten it back. So I'll tell you what. I'll buy it back from you what I sold it to him for. Even trade. And uh, how much did you sell it to him for? 250 Carwin's just been, like, watching her, analyzing her movements and stuff like that. Does it sound... I mean, I don't know her from anybody, but does it sound like she's being truthful for how much she... Why don't you roll me an insight check? You could definitely tell that maybe she's kind of pushing the truth a little bit, but it ain't much. You think that, okay. you know, maybe she sold it for more, but she's trying to run a business, you know? That's fair. Yeah. I'll take your deal. Sounds good. You know, gotta run a business. She takes the item and then in a poof, whoosh, it's gone. She's like, all right, I'll see you in a few days. Now get out of here, for the guild masters of Luz get mad at me for having too many guests. Shmi! Yeah. You fucking stink. Yes. Take a shower next time before you come in here. But Captain likes the smell. I never said that. Is that true? Well, you, you do talk to otherworldly creatures, so I wouldn't put it past you to like the smell of a homeless goblin. I roll my eyes and just walk out shaking my head. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Is me filled with fish? I don't know. Shmi's eating a lot of fish in his day. A lot of fish. How want fish? I uh, picture you guys already kind of walked out. Uh, and you know for a fact she definitely ain't selling fish. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Retcon that? I help. You want some fish? Let's go find you some fish. Back to the tavern. Uh, you guys could absolutely go back to the Empty Net Tavern if you want to. Um, you did, while you were wandering around the town, did also see there are two inns. And it's 
the first inn that you guys walked past by that was directly across the street from the Dwarven Anvil, where Help is getting his um, awesome uh, trident made, right? The one that's made out of ships. And there is another inn that was called the Whisker Goat, if I remember correctly. And uh, the Wicker Goat is full of guards, and it's basically like a guard inn. So you guys have three options. How like to eat with mouth? You're missing out. There's so much more you can use. (laughs) 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 This shark man and the robot lady look hungry. Shmi knows a spot that's good food. It's cheap. Real cheap. Shmi, I am like, would put a hundred gold down to say that you've eaten out of a dumpster before. (laughs) Of all things, dumpster is where he draws the line. He wouldn't bring his (laughs) friends to a dumpster. Shmi (laughs) Shmi knows way nicer places in town. The, the right. Way. All right, let's go. You kind of see Shmi take you guys downtown. And you're around a corner and you see this, what I picture would be like a really nice kind of restaurant. It's a bit of a lineup. You got some orcs wearing some suits. And, uh, All right, wait a minute. You past the... Wait a minute. I thought you were going to say there's like a fancy dumpster. There is absolutely not fancy wait, orcs wearing yeah. suits, for sure. So, we can't, and then we what can't I, get that crazy. <laughs> what I pictured him, he would walk past the 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 uh, restaurant and bring you guys around back to where the compost bin was. Exactly. <laughs> captain thought it was a dumpster. No food in a dumpster, Captain. Look, and he kind of looks up, and there's just like a bunch of old salad and half-eaten meals. <laughs> all right, fuck it, we'll take it. It's mostly all fish heads and shit, though, because this is a fishing town. For once, I'm very glad I do not eat things. <laughs> okay, um. Fine. If this is what we're doing, fine. I'll let it happen. <laughs> you can that scene Y'all don't get very many improv moments to build shit, and this is what you went with. So you know what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you In guys front like of you, we could find us food. Sits a compost bin that is made out of slats of wood, like fencing. But it's like three feet high and like five feet across, like slop, almost where pigs would eat out of if pigs were three feet tall which they're not but it is wide and there is loads and loads of fish guts and fish heads and what look to be kind of like branches and sticks from like vegetables maybe even like some old wheat and like peels from onions and it's just kind of like flowed all the way down and as you guys walked around this corner you've seen it and smelt it and yes help you started jumping up and down so very excitedly and there really isn't much else behind this here building, this pop-up restaurant that's here right now, but probably won't be later. Um, it's a pop-up <laughs> restaurant for fancy orcs. <laughs> <laughs> Would you become the DM for a moment? Brought to you by Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it to you, okay? I love how it's like it's, you made it like a hipster pop up that showed up in town <laughs> one night only. Yeah. What do you guys do? There's like two pirates. Help, you first. What do you do? Help's going face first into the into the the waste and just devouring <sighs> the whole time. <laughs> just do that for a little bit so I can edit it in to make it go for a while. 
I want to say you jump up and start like swimming back and forth in it. Now, while you guys are talking about maybe what you're doing, just remember that help making that noise is probably in the background. I'm going to pick me up. Push me. If it's good enough for you, I throw him in. Ah, thank you, Captain. Out, look out for the shark. He's beyond a feeding frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> this is dangerous. So, your guys' first night officially in Salt Haven to do whatever you want, and this is where you've ended up. Captain, this is the best midday Shmi's had in years. Additionally, um, Shmi, please roll me a dexterity save as Halp is eating so fast. <laughs> I want to make sure you can get out the way. Um, okay. Dexterity is my speciality. It's a seven. It's a seven. As you get a <laughs> shmi-like hand in your mouth, Halp, you can kind of see it. Do you bite down and continue eating or not? Can I roll something to determine that? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> sure. What would that be? <laughs> just, you could just do a d20 and judge it for yourself. Now remember, Shmi's already missing some fingers, so he might be missing some more. Do like a wisdom check, maybe. Yeah. Isn't he pretty intelligent? He is. He's pretty damn smart. Okay, I, I don't bite. Okay. So wait, you come to a complete stop right in front of Shmi. Maybe you smell the rancidness of Shmi. It kind of cuts through the fish guts. And so you come to a complete <laughs> stop because you can smell him there. <laughs> so you don't bite down on him. I did take the liberty to roll a sleight of hand. Do you think a 19 is enough to just steal food out of the Alps mouth? Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> my <laughs> sure, his hand was there, he just grabs a Sure. Jesus Christ. So <sighs> Carwin is just, has her arms crossed and is looking like standing at the T in the alleyway that I'm sure is behind it and right next to the building. And she's just watching other people and just ignoring the scene that's next to her because she's used to them being dumb or help <laughs> going into a feeding frenzy. And she has to play lookout because she has to make sure that people don't get near him. So she's just kind of standing there with her arms crossed and all of her weight on one foot and just shaking her head. Adding compost bin full of fish guts to approved food list. <laughs> I can do that. Eventually, uh, the sun begins to set over the horizon. And the town kind of goes into a very low rumble as all the sailors and the pirates begin to party um, around you. And some fog kind of starts to roll in off the sea as night begins to set. And uh, you guys wrap up what you're doing here in this alleyway. Um, if there's anything you want to do or take with you or whatever, uh, please let me know. But uh, the sun is beginning to set. Is there an equipment shop that we could go to? Absolutely. And you're very lucky. I decided at the beginning of this campaign to make shops open late um, just because I knew something like this was going to happen where y'all were going <laughs> to hang out in an alleyway eating all night instead of buying equipment for the adventure at hand. 
Um, <laughs> which is very good. And also, I guess we'll say the sun's still setting. It's not completely set, but it's still kind of, so there's a little bit of light out. Um, so even help if you want to go get your last harpoon, wait, not harpoon, a trident before the sun sets, we can do that um, as well. Carmen is qu- Carwin is questioning the captain. Captain, when uh, we use the lantern, what is your plan? I don't quite know yet. I'm hoping that we get a signal back and we can go out there and perchance sink the ship. I had been thinking about the options we have at hand. And yeah. for my particular skill set that I provide for you, I do believe that making holes in the ship is the exact opposite of what I would typically do on a ship. So I might be able to help you with this. We could raise the ship and we could attempt to kill everyone on board, but that one is a little more tricky, I do believe. Especially when we do not know the number of persons on board. Aye, I was having the same thoughts. Garwin, is there any way that you might be able to flip the boat upside down temporarily? Hmm... Let me think on that a little while. As you guys walk, before you make it to the dwarven uh, blacksmith area uh, to pick up the things, I'm on your way to, of course, get Shmi's coat. Uh, you guys pass by a store, and it's called Winston's Store. And behind, uh, on the inside, you can see through the window, behind the counter, there sits uh, a man with a black hood over his face, and he's got a... Uh, a long beard, and he's uh, kind of like just sitting there, spinning around a dagger. I think we should head on into the store and see what uh, merchandise this man has. Help follows. Ching-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. You guys walk inside. I need to get that like just as a sound effect so I can just add it in everywhere. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ching-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. You walk inside. And as you walk in, the man with the long black beard and the black cloak looks up and he goes, Hi, Coxon, when did you end up in this town here? Dixon? Tis I, Dixon the Wind. It's good to see you, Coxon the Sea. It's been a while. Ah, it has, it has. Looking for a few certain things like some potions and maybe something we could uh, take over a boat with. Ah, were you in luck, brother? Because you see, I spend years lurking out there in the marshes before a raid on an army payroll caravan netted me enough loot to open up me own business right here in the free town of Salthaven. Hey, well, you know, until all the f- fucking dwarves and all the other shit moved in and now the town's not as free as it was anymore and I'm mad about it. But anyways, I've got stuff. And uh, good that I was able to open my business before I had to pay taxes. Aye! <laughs> I... Uh... Anyways, uh, needless to say, the increased uh, presence of law enforcement here in Salthaven has me on edge, and I am concerned that their involvement will, you know, ruin something. But in the meantime, being that we're brothers, I uh, will give you an old 10% discount on all me goods, and I've got everything a good adventurer will need. I've got some minor healing potions, and he starts, like, throwing things out onto the counter from, like, this crate that he had back there. Additionally, in this, it's completely lit up by candlelight. But in here, there's, like, nothing on the walls. It's, like, 
bare. Like there's there's not there's no like back room. There's like one counter where he was sitting. So he just pulls out this box and it, like this is all he has. And he's got like minor health potions. He lines them up. He's got like little bottles of oil. He's got like some rope that have like little hooks at the end. You know what I mean? Like rope and hook. He's got like little tinder boxes and like lock picks and all other kinds of fun little stuff. And he's like. All right, Coxon, I'll, uh, I'll give you and your friends a 10% discount on whatever it is that you may need. So, what is it that you need? Uh, we definitely need some healing potions, and we'll take a few of those rope and hooks things, because those will be good for scaling a ship. And those oils there, uh, what temperature do they burn at? Well, I'd say fairly hot. Uh, I used them to take down a whole guard caravan one time. Aye... Um, so the healing potions are 50 gold, as it says here in the book, but he'll sell them to you for 45 if you want them. And I do believe they're normal healing potions, which I do believe are D4s. I will, uh, we'll definitely take four of the potions and two of the grappling ropes. And, uh, how much are those vials of Bernie potions? Well, let me see. I gotta do the math here. And you know I'm awful at math, so what is that, uh... 45 plus 45 plus 45, uh, shit, is that what? 180 for the potions. Okay, and then uh, the oil, I'll just, uh, give me 200 gold and I'll give you all this crap. Just take it. Aye, sounds good there, brother. Shmi considered stealing everything in here, but the discount makes me feel like I probably shouldn't anger this guy. Shmi, this here be my brother. I will kill you. I didn't say that out loud. Shmi didn't say that. <laughs> talking in character. But Shmi's like looking at you like, what? I didn't say anything, Captain. So then, <laughs> so then Dixon's like, why are you going to kill your goblin friend? That was weird of you to just say out loud. <laughs> Shmi's like, I'll stand over here, Captain. Shmi's sorry for saying whatever he said. <laughs> just... <laughs> Shmi, this I is my brother. I'll kill you. Him on the and he's like, he's like... I mean, I am your brother, but there's no reason to kill a fellow. <laughs> Jesus Christ, me, I'll fucking kill you. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, um, write it down. We're going to do um, four um, vials of oil, uh, like burning oil. We're going to do two rope and hooks and four healing potions. Hell yeah. I'm going to pass out one potion to each person so they all have one for themselves. Uh. Don't don't hand hop one. <laughs> You'll eat <Okay>. it. <laughs> and I will eat it. <laughs> I mean, well, like, fine, help. God. There's a reason why he hasn't asked to hold the. Gold. I was I was picturing like you would have like in the background while you're still talking to the shopkeep and we died about the items. You would have gave help one. And he's like almost eating it, and Shmi's like, no, 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 get now and he's like trying to like get it from him and helps trying to eat it and Schmidt's like hanging onto his arm trying to pull the potion from him and no 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 slap hope to god that help is full after he just ate a three foot by fucking eight foot like thing patch of, of compost yeah patch of fucking compost I'm hoping he's good to go you know what I mean that was kind of the purpose of that <laughs> at least for a while um so wait I'm trying to add something to my inventory and what kind was a potion it was just potion of healing, just like normal potion of healing. All right there, Coxon. Thanks for buying me out. I'm going to get some more stuff. Uh, if there's anything you need, you know, let me know. Come by. I'll give you a deal. Uh, it's good to see you in town. It's good to have another brother of the 
yeah, whatever we are uh, around. Uh, as you guys leave, I don't want to block you guys from doing anything you want to do. Does anyone else want to talk to him or do anything in here before you leave? Uh, yeah, after that threat of his life, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had a besides... compost patch. <sighs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> like for later. Like... No, you I think we have rations. That was one thing I was not me that need food. Yeah, I forgot to mention at the compost pan, I was going to try to store some for later, but yeah, that might be something. Um, Shmi would like, uh, do we see any food in here? No, this fucking place is empty. That's what I thought. Yeah, not have food. Yeah, yeah, but um, who knows? You just gave him some money, maybe he'll get more things and upgrade, you know? Um, but no, I have to, I have two rations. I'm okay personally. Odie, you don't need to eat, do you? Nope. All right. ling a ling a You guys leave. You walk across the street. You can see Mafera standing there with this crazy-looking trident. It's got, like, little curves at the tip that almost make, like, C's, but they go off in two different directions. So they're, like, crazy little hooks on all three different tips. And it's made out of this crazy, like, super silver-like steel. And it's still got, like, some black kind of, like, oily bits about it. Like, she didn't clean it very well. But the handle of it is, like, thicker. And, like, it's got, like, these nice little, like, designs in it for, like, grippiness. It's all kind of, like, different kinds of, like, lines and, like, swirls all over the handle that kind of, like, comes up at, like, a cusp around the tip and around the bottom where your big, large shark hand might fit in there perfectly. And she's standing there with it, proud, as you guys approach. And I don't remember what I made her sound like. Um, for everybody in their listening land, it's it. I, these episodes go up in really weird fashion. So, like, I don't know how long it's been for you, but it's been a week or so for us. All right. Um, how ready for Trident? Help. That is absolutely gorgeous. When you say that, you're standing across the street still. She throws it. Um, will you roll me sleight of hand, maybe, to see if you can catch it as she fucking throws it at you? And it, like, whistles whenever she throws it across. She throws it, so it's like, like, with the fucking steel she made it out of is so beautifully thin. Oh. It whistles. It's a nine. Oh, All right. No. That's still okay, because it hits right inside of dicks in the winds like wall of his building right next to you and you can hear him inside he's like oi and like ting-a-ling-a-ling like it hits right in the wall and it's like you turn your head and you're like it's right where your head was just sticking in the wall and you kind of like grip your hands around it roll me a strength save to pull that bitch out i'm just not doing well today (laughs) you're like trying to keep slipping you put your legs up on the wall and you're like what the what is going on How very confused. As you fall down with it, it finally like slants and then pops out of the wall. And you find yourself sitting in front of Dick's in the Wind shop with two tridents in your hand. And the lady across, the blacksmith, she just yells and she goes, Take care of that one. It's real nice. Yes, I take care of Stabby Stab. I bet you're going to enjoy it. Hey, one last thing. If you want any upgrades or anything like that, please make sure to bring it back. I spent a long time on that. Bring what back? Yourself. Just just come back here. Just uh... You upgrade help? 
Yes. How? She's talking about your trident. That is absolutely gorgeous. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, have a have a good night. Have a good night. So this um, <clears throat> trident has three points, right? So like the original trident-looking points are very pointy and very sharp. But coming off of each one of the points, to the left and to the right, there are two other little pieces of metal that almost curve like little C's. Um, and they like curve out kind of like little S's. So each point itself has like three little points. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So it's like a trident of little tridents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. A barbed trident? Yeah. Very and it's cool. there's no dwarf in the party, but I was going to say if there was a dwarf here, they'd be able to realize that it was made from dwarven steel, but there's no one here, so that's all right. I would. Technically, indeed. I shouldn't have said anything then. Because <clears throat> then maybe you could be doing a check <clears throat> on I'm made of wood and very gorgeous steel. <laughs> that's why so, I, she kept saying it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Halp is looking the triton up and down, and uh, he gets kind of a, a very toothy shark smile and says, This is fantastic. Oh, <laughs> Halp, it's good to see that you're happy. Are you happy? Did Carwin pick the correct emotion? Halp thinks so. Boy's got a Excellent. full belly and a brand new trident. Fucking better be happy. Right. <laughs> 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 to the greatest extent of what he knows happy to be. <laughs> anyway. Right. Sweet. Right. Um, all right. Uh, last but uh, not least, um, you guys, of course, you continue wandering down the street until you make it back to, of course, the Kester Leatherworker store. Before you guys go in, you can see her kind of standing back there all by herself. Looks like she's like whistling or something. She's not working on anything. Is there anything you guys want to say or do before you go inside? Yeah, no, Shmi's feeling right. Um, are there any guards about? There are not. For the first time, it looks like Kester's doesn't have any guards about. And... Carwin remembers that the um, Captain Z, because I don't know if I can pronounce her last name properly, um, had talked. Ab- <laughs> um, had talked. Had Captain... said she follows guards with a blind eye. Yeah, Zindros was her name, Captain Zindros. Zindros. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's actually spelled so, with an X. You know how D&D likes to spell all names with oh. X's because they think they're like edgy and fucking fancy. It's, it's like, stop. Well, then just, <laughs> just delete that whole gross? That doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Carwin is kind of trepidatious in attempting to sell that silk to her. Um, she... Like, I feel like she doesn't, she now has additional new information. And so she, because she has not weighed all of the, the potential options and things that could or couldn't, the pros and cons that she would not want to do anything. That is very smart. I think. So, ching-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. 
You guys walk into the shop, and she looks up, and she goes, Oh, my goodness. Welcome back. Little goblin, little goblin, please, please come here. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to show you. Oh. You, you make it nice for me? Of course. I made it I made it wonderful, and it was a really good project. And uh, weirdly enough, I feel like I had worked on this before. There was, there was threads in here that I actually helped work on before, and they were my threads, which... I found odd, because I've never met you like personally before. You've never been. Yeah, in my so shop weird. Before. Yeah, is the jacket like on the counter? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's so weird. And he just kind of jumps up and grabs it. He's like, ah, yeah, it's crazy. And he's just putting it on. <laughs> like you're he's just like, pandering oh. to her. Like, yep, <laughs> yeah, sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, well, I I hemmed it up. So it should land right at your feet, and you shouldn't trip over it anymore, which is really good. I even hemmed up the sleeves for you, and I left the inside real big. And you only had two pockets before. Guess what? Now I'm going to roll a dice here. Now you have one. I swear to God, I just rolled a one. I'm going to re-roll that. No. <laughs> you have one more pocket. No, you have you you had two. Now you have one. Yeah. I'm going to re-roll it. Re uh, now you have nine pockets. Wow. That's so much better than one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost did one, but then I thought about it, and I was like, he might actually like more than that. So I rethought about it. Now there's nine. Yeah, he's like think of all the things he could put in there, and he kind of starts looking around the store, right, darting like he's like, "How much do I owe you, lady?" Well, you already paid me, I do believe, right? You paid me eight gold plus. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. Right. Thanks. You, you guys did actually, right? I'm not tripping. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> totally. All right. So that's all I can do you for for now. I actually have a meeting with the guard. I'm going to be eating some food with the guard at the Wicker Goat very soon. Um, and uh, so I have to go now. I'm going to close up. But uh, if you ever need anything, please come on back. Can Shmi come? You said if Shmi needs anything, he could use food at the Wicker Garden. Oh, no. Hey, I'm actually going to go on a date with him, sweetheart. But um, maybe next time. But you said if Shmi needs anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh Anyways, oh, here's also this. And she hands you a bag of, like, leather scraps. Um, oh. Like she said you wanted Thank this. Thank you so much. Yeah. I did. Thank you very much. All right. You bought chips, Carwin? Shmi likes chips. Can, I have. Away. I like one or two. They are leather chips. Yeah, Is that I what you're that. searching for? Yeah, I have a project I would like to use them for. Okay. So may I keep them? I mean, you can Shmi. put like, some salt on them. Or, Please talk out you know, the door. Butter. Out the door. Chingling. Okay. She so, opens uh, it and shoes you guys out and then she shuts the door. <laughs> Chingling. Eh. Well, no, now Shmi, what? I, I rarely say no, but I do have a project for this, Shmi. Okay, but. You know, if we find something that Shmi can make into chips, you'll help? I cannot promise, but I... No, you promise me. <laughs> it's almost like you have a lisp and you're like, you promise me. You promise me. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Okay, so um, I hate to interrupt you guys from improv because I love it, but you guys now stand on the furthest point of this town. The leatherworking shop is one of the furthest points on this side of the town. Um, to your left, up the road, goes back up the hill towards the haunted house. And to your right, it goes back into town towards the marketplace. And at this point, the sun has for sure set, and the fog is kind of starting to drift on in. And you can see what looks to be possibly a faint light out at sea, even from where you're standing right now. But you can only see it because you are already kind of looking for it. You know that... If no one was looking for this, they wouldn't see it because it's so far off and to the left. But you, knowing what's going on, you feel like you can kind of see it 